This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to become known as a trusted authority while building a thriving business you love? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Here's your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, it's Anne-Marie and welcome to another episode. I hope you have had an incredibly blessed week uh, here in Melbourne, Australia, where I'm based. We've had some warm weather. It's been really nice to see blue skies. The sun is out. My hothouse, getting a little bit hot, came in really handy when uh, the weather was cool. But now I'm having to rush out there, open all of the doors. I've got these fly, you know those fly screens that you have have hanging on your door when you're camping? Well, I've got two of those uh, in my hot house because I have to open the door. I don't know if you've got if you're a gardener and you've got uh, some ideas on how do you keep your hot house cool. I have seen um, a fan, someone that we watch on YouTube who's in Alaska. She's got a fan in her hot house. I haven't gone to that extreme yet, but anyway, uh, if you've got a tip, let me know. How do you keep your hot house cool in the warmer months uh, when you've only got limited windows and and doors to open. Anyway, I'm using a fly screen. This is certainly not the topic that I'm going to be talking about in today's episode, but anyway, I just this morning rushed back uh, from the outside in the back garden, and uh, anyway, that was top of mind, so I thought I'd share. But today's episode is where I want to share the fail-proof formula for success for coaches who want to go from invisible to influential trusted authority. Now, if you've been following along the podcast over the last number of weeks, I've been sharing more teaching episodes where I share a particular topic that I um, am speaking about in my community, whether it's writing in my influence bulletin, my newsletter, by the way, if you're not yet a subscriber, go to annemariecross.com forward slash bulletin. It's called the Influence Bulletin. goes out every single Friday with hints and tips on how to go from invisible to influential trusted authority, how to stand out, be heard, and influence your community. And there's some things that I share in my newsletter that I don't necessarily share online or even on my podcast. So you'll certainly want to get access to that if you're not already. But you will have noticed over the last number of weeks that I've been doing more teaching, particularly on the topic of the customer journey and the customer relationship building funnel. Now, as I said in one of my previous episodes, for years, I really disliked the word funnel. I still dislike the word hack, you know, and the saying hack this and hack that. You would have heard me share more about that and specifically around the word, word funnel and the thought around that I had or the belief, I should say, around the word funnel when I recognise that a funnel is really the strategic steps that you put in place to support someone who you believe is your ideal client, your dream client, and helping them to identify 
and get clarity around why they're stuck. What are some of the things that they've been doing that is perhaps incorrect? What are some of the mistruths in your industry and that typically is being shared? But you know because of your experience and the things that you've done, that you've trialled and you, you're continuing to do differently that is generating you results. And therefore now, uh, because you've generated success in your own business and, and life and you've possibly supported others in doing that, I know as coaches we cannot help but share things you know with others around us particularly our our clients and so through validating those steps as a way to success to come uh, from being challenged through to being able to achieve your goals you're now sharing that And so when you look at your customer relationship building funnel, you've got a sequential number of steps in place to help your ideal client get clarity around that and then also inform them as to what they can do to move forward. Of course, the insights you share uh, to help them make some steps towards change and transformation you provide. But of course, you can't help them fully unless, of course, they invest in your programs, in your services. And so you're weaving in your customer relationship building funnel information and steps on what next what can they do to move forward and those people who are ready those people who are your dream clients those people who have been listening to you watching you you know, consuming uh, your content, no matter what medium that you're getting it out in the, you know, in the world, uh, they now are ready to make the decision and the decision is they want to hire you. You are now the coach they want to invest in as they invest in themselves. So that really is what a funnel is, helping them um, and empowering them to come to the decision that yes, I am worth it. Yes, this is an incredible coach that I want to work with. And yes, I'm going to uh, to say yes to, to myself. You have empowered them to come to that decision. You've also empowered other people who may not be your ideal client. And through the language you use, the, you know, just how you show up, you're going to resonate with your dream client And you're not going to resonate with those people who are not your dream client. So, you know, your funnel, when you do it strategically, can continue to work for you behind the scenes while you're not even there. Because, you know, many of the things that you incorporate into your customer relationship building funnel is automated and done so strategically so that you can continue to nurture, to build no like and trust, to speak into the heart, to walk alongside your ideal client and support them with the content that you share and you don't even have to be there doing it till they get to that stage where they go, my goodness, if I have been able to achieve this, um, this ahas and mini transformation if you will with this content imagine what would be possible if I invested fully in myself by saying yes to that program with that coach that's the kind of thing that you can create the environment that you can create when you put a strategic customer relationship building funnel in place. So go back and listen to some of the other episodes if you haven't uh, caught on to to those, you'll want to dive into those. And of course, subscribe to my newsletter because then you're going to get all of these goodies directly into your inbox and you can follow them for later too. Alrighty, so today I'm going to, as I mentioned, talk about a fail-proof formula for success. 
This is a simple formula, but just like anything in life, often the most simplest of things, when we do them consistently and they are the right steps, it guarantees our success because the fact that we're continuing to take action and do those steps builds the momentum that we need to achieve our goals. And therein lies the formula for success. It is C plus C over T equals M. All right, for those of you who are listening and thinking, what are you talking about, Anne-Marie? I'll make sure that I put a diagram of the formula in the show notes so that you can uh, actually see that. But what it is, C plus C over T equals M. It's clarity plus consistency over time equals momentum. So if you've got clarity, if you've got consistency, and you share your message over time, it will enable you to build the momentum you need to grow a successful business. However, herein lies an issue when it comes to that formula. There's always a however, but, but it's not a negative, but it really is a, hey, you need to be aware of this. Because when we're talking about clarity in the formula, What I'm talking about is being clear on your message, but specifically the right message, a message that works. Because you could be sharing a message consistently over time, but it's still not generating the momentum you need. And the reason it's not generating you the momentum you need is because your message isn't working. You're not clear on the message that is going to stand out, that is going to influence, that is going to intrigue, that is going to compel, that is going to capture the attention of your ideal client. Because you know her so well, or you know him so well, you know what keeps her up at night. You know what he worries about and perhaps has not even shared to his closest you know, mate or what she often in her quiet time continues to, to just you know, play over and over and over in her mind. You know what keeps her up at night and you also know what she needs to know to be able to transform that challenge, look at it a different way and implement some new steps to be able to move forward and finally achieve that goal that she's been working so hard for all these years but has not yet been able to achieve. And when you know that so well and you know the language that she is going to resonate with and you weave that into your content, into your message, when you weave your story and your journey and she understands that you understand her and that you are here to support her, uh, then when she is ready and she recognises that and she trusts you and she appreciates your style and just the way in which you approach things because it resonates with her, similar to the core values that she has, then that is when she's ready to move forward and you encourage her to take that next step. That's when she is will will do that. I don't know about you. I mean, we're all consumers. I, If I think back to some of the coaches that I've hired over the, the years, I've read their content, I've watched their videos, I've looked at, at what they're doing and the programs and I've realised through their own story and journey that where they are now and what they've been able to achieve, uh, that is where I want to be and I don't want to have to reinvent the wheel. They've got the steps, they've got the solution, they've got the, you know, the, 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 the signature system, if you will, that's what what we call it, the signature system, the the repeatable validated steps that will get me from A to G 
far quicker with less headaches and frustration. And if they've got it, you know, there and they also will teach and coach me and support me and and provide accountability along the way, well, you betcha, I'm going to get in their circle so that I can get the support that I need. And that's what happened when I look at various coaches that I uh, have invested in myself in their programs over the years. And I'm sure that you can relate to that as well. And so that's so important when it comes to clarity in your message. As you may have heard me say before, a podcast is going to help you amplify your message. Yes, it will. But it's only going to amplify the message that you're currently using. And so if your message is not working now, you're only going to amplify a message that isn't working to many more people. So get clarity on your message first and one that's working and then consistently share that. Now, there's another aspect to sharing a message consistently too, because another thing that can happen when we look at that formula is that you can consistently share a message that is not aligned with your goals that will unfortunately lead you in the wrong direction to being, or to building, I should say, a reputation that you are becoming known for something that well, you don't really enjoy or that you really did not want to be known for. I've been there, I've done that, and I know some of my clients have done that as well. Let me back up and give you the example of what I'm talking about. Now, several years ago, this is after I transitioned from the career industry as a personal branding strategist for um, executives and professionals, I then, uh, well, I didn't transition, I really expanded my business offering to be able to work now with entrepreneurs, specifically coaches on their brand strategy. Now, one of my connections knew that I'd been leveraging social media for many years. We did that, my co-host and I, with my podcast, which we started back in 2008. Probably heard me share that story before too. Now, what ended up happening is we started using, uh, as did my colleague, particularly Twitter, and we were on Facebook, we were using a lot of those new social media platforms to amplify our message. And one of my connections had heard about that. And so they asked me, would I be willing to speak to their business network? Now, I was more than happy to be able to share what I'd learned over trial and error through those years. And I knew that social media was still relatively new and um, many business owners were still kind of poo-pooing social media. What's this digital media? We, we, nah, we're, we're not going to adopt those new things. I mean, that was kind of their mindset back then. So I was happy to share that. And what ended up happening was it wasn't long before I was receiving numerous invitations to speak to various business networks on social media, how we were using them, what the technology was, the ins and outs. And it wasn't long after that that I actually secured a contract with Chisholm Institute, which is a well-known teaching institution here in Australia. But they asked me, invited me to come on board to uh, create the first industry-endorsed digital media course, specifically in social media here in Australia. And not only did I put that course together with a lot of the things that I learned I mean I remember um, one of the people that I used as an example to uh, this person was using social media really well um, was Gary Vanderchuk and you probably know him as Gary V so I was using him because what I was seeing him do with video back then with one library TV and other things um, was something that 
you know, was was really looked at then and still is. I mean, look what he's doing now with social, shared with the students in the class as to what was possible. So there I was starting to teach digital media and so forth. Now, this sounds like a great outcome, doesn't it? Actually, it wasn't because I was a brand strategist, which is what I really wanted to be known for. I hadn't really intended on building my reputation as a social media expert, nor did I have or want to create coaching programs that help clients with their social media. And that is what inadvertently would happen. I would present at a, at a um, business network event or a conference and then people would come up to me and say, could you help us with our social media? And it wasn't then that I clicked. I mean, now I know a different way that I would have done that. I'm going to share with you in a moment what I would have done differently. But why I'm sharing this is because you can consistently share a message and inadvertently start to create an identity or become known for something that you really don't want to be known as. And I was being seen then as the social media expert. And I didn't realize just how much I'd watered down my message until a colleague of mine who'd known me for years and years, and we'd sat together on on a board. It was a committee for a local networking uh, group for years as well. So she knew who I was and we'd been to networking groups together. So she'd heard me, you know, say my spiel many many times over now one day before the meeting started it was a committee board meeting um, she was so excited and she shared with me that she'd hired a brand strategist to help her revitalize her brand she stopped mid-sentence she looked at me quite horrified when she remembered that I did this as well and she said I'm so sorry Anne-Marie I completely forgot that you're a brand strategist you could have supported me as well but I think of you now more as a social media expert so I just completely forgot now this was a huge lesson for me on what not to do when it comes to consistently sharing a message that's not aligned to my overall goals which in that aspect was to be seen as the go-to brand strategist and I'd watered down my message. So today I want to share five different things that you want to get clear on, very clear on, so that when you continue to share your message, your message message is consistently focused and building the momentum you need that's heading in the right direction towards your goals, which is to position yourself as a trusted authority, an influential trusted authority in your particular area of expertise, helping your clients to generate the outcome that they want. Let's dive in. So the first aspect that you want to get really clear on is what I call your umbrella statement. Now, your umbrella statement can also be used as your tagline. What it is, it's really just this overarching statement which is focused on the specific outcome that you can help your ideal client, your dream client achieve. Now, this umbrella statement is fantastic for those of us, and I'm putting up my hand, who are multifaceted. You've got a lot of different expertise that you can and tools in your toolkit that you can leverage to support your clients in achieving an outcome, the goal that they're achieving. And that was, in my instance, what I could do. I've already shared the story about in the career industry, how I wasn't just doing interview coaching or resume development, helping people write online bios and all of the things. I was doing all of the things. I didn't just excel in one of those areas. I wanted to do all of those and therefore help my clients get noticed, get hired, get paid what you're worth. 
therein is the umbrella statement that I had in the career industry. It is an umbrella. It overarches all of the different areas that I was able to support them in. You know that saying, don't be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Did you know that I was really surprised at this? Let me just get this up on my screen on Google because I want to make sure that I get this um, get this correctly, jack of all trades. It actually is this one. The full phrase is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. And that in and in of itself is actually saying that when you are jack of all trades, but you are able to leverage all of the different areas that you have been certified in, that you've got experience in, and you weave in the steps that you took to get you from A to G and now teach your clients so that they can achieve the same results that you have and you can help them achieve that. By using your umbrella statement, you are now taking all of those different areas that you are an expert in, weaving them all together and positioning yourself as the coach versus just a coach because you don't just excel in one area you can help your clients um, achieve success far far more strategically because of the fact that you draw upon such a rich you know wide and deep richness of expertise and, and knowledge so let's just look at that saying and and transform that about jack of all trades a master of none actually because of the fact that when you are a jack of all trades and you put it under this umbrella statement for this promise of value promise of outcome statement it's outcome focused statement that positions you far greater above everybody else who maybe is only an expert in one particular area so Let's step back and look at what I could have done as a brand strategist back in the day when my colleague, my connection asked me to speak about social media. I should have said, how do you elevate your brand, be seen as a trusted authority using social media you know, platforms or something like that? See how it benefits the outcome is not just using social media, but wrapped around the personal brand and using those social media tools to be able to elevate your brand, stand out from the crowd. So I could have said something like from invisible to influential trusted authority, leveraging the tools that your ideal clients are daily hanging out on. So I could have spoken about that. I could have spoken about how you can be seen by your ideal client and build your brand, that you can go from invisible to influential far quicker. And my umbrella statement then, had I done that, would have kept me focused on the one direction and outcome. So over to you, when you think about an umbrella statement for you, do you have a clear outcome focused statement that your message is constantly and consistently portraying or like me back then, did your message change depending on what people are most interested in? And that example that I gave you was, I didn't talk about personal branding, I just talked about social media. And now that I have an umbrella statement, I would have ensured that I talked about social media to help build a personal brand, to help amplify, to help being seen, to help build visibility. Do an audit on your current umbrella statement or message. Is it clear Do you have clarity? Is it working? If it is, fantastic. Continue to share that consistently. Here's number two. 
A number two thing which you can get clear on, which if you are clear on, you can consistently share a message which will give you momentum or build momentum in the right direction. This is your core themes, your core themes. Now, have you heard about the power of three or maybe the rule of three? Now, when I looked online and on the online search said this meaning or, or definition, the, the rule of three is a renowned writing principle, there you go, that suggests that when things come in threes, they are inherently funnier or more satisfying or more effective than other numbers of things. Think about a famous phrase or a slogan and the chances are it's structured in three, the power of three. Now, using the rule of three with your core themes, what are three areas, three core areas or three key key areas that you can speak into and that are relevant to your umbrella statement. So each time you share content in any of these three areas, you're consistently building your reputation as an influential trusted authority towards your outcome-focused umbrella statement. Let me give you an example because examples kind of I'm hoping layers that learning for you that you think, ah, oh, okay, is that how Amory's using it? How can I use it? What are three core themes for me? Now, my three key areas are personal branding, podcasting, and mindset. Sometimes that mindset is around business growth, but look, mindset is everything, isn't it? I can give you all of the strategies, the step-by-steps. However, if you don't have the right mindset to support you, you can still get stuck. And a lot of my training and the work that I do we look at mindset, can change mindset and help clients to transform their mindset to an empowering, abundance-focused mindset so that uh, they can continue to excel as they implement the strategies and the steps that we put in place for their business. So I help coaches go from invisible to influential trusted authority to helping them or through helping them with their personal brand, their message, uh, their unique and indistinguishable message, setting up their podcast strategy so they can begin to nurture listeners into leads from their first episode as well as their mindset. So every time that I speak about a a topic, I'll either do that through personal branding, so their message, through podcasting or their mindset. Um, And I share an insight that is going to help coaches go from invisible to influential trusted authority, the choice versus just a choice with their ideal or their dream client. So I want you to think about what is your outcome-focused statement, so your umbrella statement, and what are three key areas which you can have as your core themes so that you can continue to speak into them and continue to build your reputation as a trusted authority. Now, for a moment, just hold that thought because the next area that I want you to focus on, number three, sits very closely to your core themes. These are your core topics. So unlike your core themes where I'm saying to you and encouraging you to recognize the power of three and having three core themes, when it comes to your topics, there's no real limitations to the number of core topics you speak about. But there is this one thing that you want to be mindful of is that the core topics are relevant to your core themes, which are relevant to your umbrella statement. 
Understand? Let me give you an example. One of my core themes, as you know, is podcasting. So if I have a look at the core topics that I can speak about when it comes to podcasting as a way for a coach to build their visibility and their business and go from invisible to influential trusted authority, here are some ideas of topics that I can can write about, speak about and share content on. Here's a topic. Podcasting versus podcasting as a business for coaches. This topic, how to monetize your podcast as a coach. Or this topic, how to nurture listeners into leads from your very first podcast episode. Or this topic, how your podcast can help you go from invisible to influential trusted authority. Or this topic, podcast interviewing tips for the guests who won't stop talking. Or what about this topic, monetizing your podcast through building relationships. Or what about this topic, the power of storytelling and podcasting? Now, let me just give you an example. I have at one time or another spoken about each of these topics and I can break down so many other topics that are relevant and continue to share the the message. So I hope that I uh, have given you enough examples that on the various topics that I can write about that's going to share valuable insights to my audience as well as position my expertise as a trusted authority in podcasting. So hopefully through that example, you can now create a list of topics that you can write about in each of the three core themes that you've chosen. Now imagine if you write down a list of 10 in each of those core themes, you're going to have 30 pieces of content that you can create and repurpose. You can create podcast episodes, you can create blog posts, you can create micro content across social platforms, you can create a signature talk. I mean, there's so many different things that you can create, but you can see your core topics underpin your core themes, which underpins your umbrella statement, which is the outcome statement that your ideal clients are looking to achieve and if you consistently share a message that's aligned with your core topics that's aligned with your core themes that's aligned with your umbrella statement well I'm hoping you get the 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 gist or you understand that that is why your message is consistently building the momentum in the right direction because you're focused on the right message Let's talk about the fourth area that you want to get clear on. This is what I call your invisible thread. Now, what's your invisible thread? Well, every challenge that you've overcome, every problem you've solved has shaped your character, so how you show up, your approach, and it's also enabled you to come up with a step-by-step solution to address the challenge and the problem, which is now also a valuable lesson that your ideal client can learn from you and by the way what I just have talked about about the step-by-step solution is your signature system if this is something that you have not yet grasped I just spoke with someone who's got an incredible business idea her expertise is vast and rich in a particular area where she's seen in academia and with a certain select group of people as a thought leader in that particular area but now as a coach and a consultant she needs to get that all out of her head into a systematized step-by-step solution and business model so that she can continue to bring that out into the world and start getting paid for her expertise and so this is something that 
I do. This is how I help clients to get all of that information that jumbling and rattling around in their heads that they know so well, but really find it difficult to structure into a bankable business model that works for them, continues to position them through the programs and the offerings that they have um, to offer. If that's something you're struggling with, reach out annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat. Let's see how I might be able to support you in getting it out of your head into a system of structure that we can create a business model for you that you can then build the momentum you need to really start generate clients for those programs that you put out. So when I talk about your invisible thread, what is it? Your invisible thread is this. It's the relevant markers and milestones that you can teach and share with your dream client so that they can build know, like, and trust while validate you and your expertise and your signature program. So markers are significant events that have enabled you to come up with a way. So these are the key steps on how to address the problem that you are faced with. Now, these key steps can be new steps. They can be innovative steps. They can be simple steps. Um, But as I say, these, these are repeatable, validated steps that can support your ideal client go from where they're struggling to where they're achieving and having success in their goals. That's what markers are, significant events that have enabled you to come up with those steps. For some of you, you don't even realise what those steps are. That's something that we help you with as we really start to document. How did you do that? What was the actions that you took to enable you to get from here to there? And then we develop that into a signature program that you can then get out into the world. Now, that's markers. Milestones, they are the successes and achievements that you've secured through implementing the steps that you now teach and share with clients. I'm going to give you an example because I love giving examples because I don't teach anything that I have not either struggled through myself, come up with a system or a step myself that has enabled me to overcome that problem or that challenge. So back when I started podcasting with my co-host in 2008, we struggled to monetize our podcast. We struggled to nurture listeners into leads. And in fact, we ended up having to stop the show after two years because we just couldn't afford the ongoing uh, production, the time and the energy to produce our show with the lack of monetary return for each of our businesses. Now, All of the things that I now teach my clients in our Podcasting With Purpose, our idea to launch programs is what I've learned. Because several years later, after we stopped that first show, Career Success Radio, I continued to podcast for my business, still made lots and lots of different mistakes, many, many mistakes. But it wasn't after I launched Women in Leadership podcast, I only had three episodes in and I accidentally generated two four-figure clients. Now, I say accidentally because I started Women in Leadership podcast after my worst business failure ever. You may have already heard me share that story. Uh, If you have, just excuse me while I very briefly explain to others who may not have heard, who are listening now, they may not have heard me share that story. Women in Leadership podcast, I started after, as I said, my worst business failure ever. And I started that as a way to deal with my grief and loss. 
I decided I am going to interview as many women leaders in business and leadership and corporate. I'm going to surround myself with awesome women and I'm going to learn from them. What did they do to overcome challenges? How did they get back up? I had incredible conversations and none of them realized. I've only shared it with a few of them that, hey, did you know that in those first few days, you were some of the first few episodes that this was the reason why I started it and you helped me. Anyway, so there I have two new clients who had Googled, they were looking for a brand consultant, looked it up in Google, found my website, listened to the three episodes on my website and decided they want to hire me, rang me and then asked me, you know, what's the best package for our needs? And they said, yes. It wasn't until a few years later, after that happened with Women in Leadership podcast, that I thought, hmm, if I could retrace the steps that had these two women business owners, what did they take to go from not knowing me at all? Because none of them had known me prior. They hadn't gone to any networking events. They hadn't even heard about me. But they then found me, went to my website, listened to the podcast episodes, had a look around what needed to be in place. What did I have in place that enabled them to go from not knowing me at all to, hey, we want to work with Anne-Marie and then enrolling in one of my programs. And I that's exactly what I did. And a book and a program later, Podcasting with Purpose, Idea to Launch Your Thought Leader Podcast was born. And of course, now, of course, is what and what and how I support my clients. This was through steps that I took. I did not necessarily recognize the steps when I was doing it. It wasn't until years later that I thought, hmm, what needed to be in place that enabled those people, you know, those two women and others now to continue to want to hire me through the, what I call now, a customer relationship building funnel. So all that said and done, I want you to think about some of the significant markers and milestones that you can weave into your unique and uncopyable story. Because I'm sure you would agree that there is no one else that has a Women in Leadership podcast that had a worst business failure ever, which by the way is the best thing that ever happened to me now. Many, I think it's about six years, maybe six, seven, time is kind of moles into one another over the last several years isn't it so it's around five or six maybe seven years ago that this happened but it 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 was the best thing that ever happened to me because why it gave me the kick in the pants that I needed to put on my big girl pants and uh, led me down the path to where I am today I've learned so many lessons so many different things that I could go back now and tell that that younger Anne-Marie to say hey you come here come here listen to me these let me just put a few things straight here Anne marie do this do this don't do this you know that there that was a distraction but anyway i've learned a lot and uh, now hopefully through being able to share some of the things that i learned um yeah that you may then avoid the many you know the five six seven years of frustration and heartache and failure and flops and all of that um, through implementing what I wish someone had told me all those years ago what are those markers and milestones 
that you can now teach and share and weave into your invisible thread that pulls everything together because it's unique and it's uncopyable. No one can copy your unique story. And this is the last one. It's been a little bit of a longer podcast today, but I'm nearly finished. This is number five. When you get clear on this and continue to weave it in alongside the other four, you are so clear, you are so consistent, you will build the momentum quickly to the results that you want to build that successful business. It is signature sayings and slogans. What are they? Well, these are pearls of wisdom and challenges the status quo of your industry. It also challenges the status quo of the unhelpful behaviours and unhelpful mindset that your ideal client may have that's keeping them stuck and they don't know it. And so as you continue to share that over and over again, you become known for something that you teach in that area and often say, and if it is something that is really catchy, which is why we call it a signature saying and slogan, if you continue to repeat that, you will find that your community continues to to kind of say that in a situation you know one of my clients calls these Toledoisms her name is Sherry Toledo and she's got some incredible Toledoisms which she incorporates into her message as well now it can also become a branded hashtags particularly if it relies with your message guess what I'm going to share some examples of mine just so that you can kind of see it in action and then you can start to think about some of the things you say um, and then maybe even have some have some specific hashtags too. So here are the hashtags that I often will use. Message before microphone. Hashtag podcasting with purpose. Hashtag interviewing with purpose. Those are kind of phrases and even signature programs actually the names of. Here are some sayings that I will often share. You can't edit and mix compelling content that converts from fluff and banter, even if it was recorded on the most expensive microphone. Message before microphone, that's podcasting with purpose. That's how I might share it. That's why all of the teachings and the insights and the principles that I teach around podcasting goes back and incorporates some aspect of those signature sayings and slogans that I will often use. Here's one that I have around personal branding and and branding. Authenticity isn't a buzzword, it's paramount. And you might have heard me share... You know, why that is a signature saying, I've got a bit of a teaching around that because that's actually one of my principles too because often, you know, we hear the word authenticity being shared from different marketers about how we need to be authentic this and authentic that and they wouldn't have a clue about what authenticity is for, for them. They're kind of putting on a mask, which is why I say that authenticity isn't a buzzword, it's actually paramount. My leading archetype, my primary archetype, and I use branding with archetype system with uh, the branding work that I do with clients. Well, my leading primary archetype is explorer. And explorer is all about exploring what's right, what's true, what's true north for you. What is your purpose? What's your, you know, kind of your calling aspects of what's shown up for you in your life and who you are, who you are created to be. That's what the explorer archetype helps people find out. What's the truth for them? And so the word authenticity, authentic, is very synonymous with the explorer brand, which is why anything fake or, even you know, that saying, fake it till you make it, oh my goodness, 
for me, it just absolutely is the opposite of what the brand archetype of Explorer is. So that's why I've incorporated it as one of my principles. It's not just a nice to have. It's paramount to who you are because how can you show up day in and day out and not be true to who you are, trying to hide yourself because someone's told you, don't speak so quickly or don't speak so loudly or you're too direct or you're too nosy or whatever. I mean, obviously, if it's something that's limiting your ability to communicate effectively, that's different. But I'm talking about mannerisms and characteristics that you might be hiding or trying to minimize because someone's told you, hey, you shouldn't be this or you should be that. When in actual fact, it is one of the things that is synonymous to you, whether it is laughter, whether it is your positivity, whether it is whatever it might be, you need to bring that forward because it's authentic to you and it is what is going to be one of the endearing characteristics and ways and approaches of you that is going to have your ideal client say, I want to work with her. I choose him to be my coach. So hope that was helpful. Let me just repeat the five things that you want to get clear on so that when it's clear, you are focused no matter what message you share because you are sharing a message that is aligned with one of these things that you have in place and that's leading you in the right direction for the reputation you want to become known for and the programs and the services that you offer as that coach and consultant. Number one, your umbrella statement. Number two, your core themes. Number three, your core topics. Number four, your invisible thread. And number five, your signature sayings and slogans. Now, if either of those are things that you recognize that I need support with, guess what? I do have a program. We do help our clients get clear on all of those. So if that's something you want to find out more about, again, I'll give you the link to go and book in a quick chat just to, you know, find out if it's a good fit for you. annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat and look forward to speaking with you soon. Have an amazing week. Hope this episode was of value and of benefit to you. If it is, can I ask a favor? Share it with a colleague or a coach or a consultant who you know is struggling and who you know has got a gift to share with the world, but you know that they are nowhere near being found, being heard, being talked about to the extent that they should because they can make a serious difference and impact in the world with their message and their offering will you share this episode with them and if you haven't already left some feedback and a rating over on apple podcasts would love you to and appreciate you do that as well bye for now have an awesome week this podcast is brought to you by the influence alliance.com want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.